Guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast or another IELTS video if you're watching this on YouTube, if you're watching this on Facebook, wherever you may be watching this, guys, I am back. And today we're going over the basics of IELTS writing. We're going to be focusing on maps. So it was sometime last year where I had written a couple of different segments and did a few podcasts in regards to IELTS writing and with maps. But I told myself, it was probably about May, June, or July last year, that I would go so far and start doing the IELTS writing segments, but I never got into it. So a year later, here I am, of course, in a quarantine style, and I'm giving you guys the works now. So what I'm gonna do right now is of course, man, my infamous screen share. And what we have here is a book. Again, it's the same publisher, the Improve Your IELTS. Uh, this book is actually 4.5 to 6, but this is the only book that has the content uh, that is, again, needed for you guys to improve your map skill writing. Now, I think there was uh, an IELTS instructor who I used to work with about two years ago. And he said, oh, well, don't teach about maps because that's only on the test 15% of the time. I said, if it's 15%, it could be 50%. You have no idea. And if they get a map and they're not ready, what's going to happen? Guys, it's important to, again, gain momentum. Do the easy ones first. Some people would say the process is the easiest, but you need to understand how to write a considerable amount of passive voice when describing the process. I believe that maps are the easiest, and then we'll start getting into the other segments also. So first and foremost, just to get you guys loosened up, what I want to do here is I want to focus on question D before getting into the actual map down below. Now, in question D, for those of you listening to me on my ESL podcast, it says this. Imagine you are a young person moving to a new town. Which facilities in the list down below, which I'm going to recite out loud for you, would be important to you? We have golf courses, skate parks, theaters, railway station, concert hall, gallery, stadium, ice rink, park, college, airport. Now, if you're thinking about these specific places, you're like, well, first of all, I don't have a golf course. We don't have skate parks. We don't have ice rinks. We don't have galleries. No one goes to a gallery. Only like a small percentage of people go to a gallery. No offense to those of you who love going to galleries. Bravo. And then you have a concert hall. All right. However, from my perspective, none of those places are important. Now, of course, in this quarantine, Food is important. So having some sort of mall open or some sort of market or little small stores around to purchase food is important for me. Now, living in this city, also known as Bangkok, Thailand, it is unbelievably important to have a train system. So in here, it says the railway station. Out here, we call it the BTS or MRT. Uh, I think in Malaysia, they call it the LRT. I think in Singapore, they also call it some form of a train station. I think the M MRT, LRT, PRT, uh, Hong Kong, they called it the MTR, right? Not the MRT, the MTR. So again, there are different names, but they all serve the same function. Without having that train out here, I would not be living in Bangkok. To hell, I might not be living in Thailand because it is a chaos out there on the roads. 
However, because the quarantine is happening right now, the traffic has eased up, the pollution has eased up, and it's far better to get around because there are not that many cars on the road, obviously. So places like Dubai, places all around China, Los Angeles, even in India, you're able to see the Himalayas for the first time in 30 years because the insufficient amount of CO2 gases that are in the atmosphere. So for me, malls are important. Trains are important, okay? They're building, uh, more extensions are opening over the next two months that are going to make life far easier for me. Um, whew, theaters don't really go to them. In America, we say theater. In England, they say cinema, okay? In America, we say, hey, do you want to go to the movies? In England, they say, do you want to go to the cinema? A theater in England, it's like the play, right? The, oh, all that opera stuff, okay? So don't get the vocabulary terms too mixed up uh airport obviously uh it was very important to me about two years ago obviously airports are not important whatsoever now except if you're trying to leave a country um college obviously not uh but shopping plazas are a thing that is very important because that's where i work working as a tutor at several of them around bangkok so guys that's just getting your ideas flowing okay and now, with the writing segment, this is what we're going to be getting into. So we have two maps. For those of you listening to me on my ESL podcast, there are two maps, okay? One to the left, one to the right. It shows a transformation of a specific town over the course of 20 years, okay? There are eight, I'm sorry, six questions, A through F. But first, for those of you on my ESL podcast, I'm going to describe to you the changes that I see with my own eyes. So, on the left, in 1990, residential, green trees, there was a hospital in the northwest corner, right? And there was a lake in the middle, in the midst of all those trees also. There was a road that went up just about halfway in this little section, in the third, the third half of this specific photo, until it was cut off, and then there were trees that were surrounding the upper part to the north of the lake, going down to the down left hand, what is it, the southwest corner. You have the hospital sitting there, and then that's, of course, closed off by a road, followed by four other trees, okay? Now, that's that small section. Over to the right, you got four houses right along the river or right along the lake or right along the body of water, okay? And then you have another house or, let's say, two houses that are just under that. Then what we have is a bridge, that, uh, that separates, okay, the River Alana separates the north from the south, okay? You have a bridge that goes over north or from, what is it, from south to north or north to south. And then on the southern half of this photo, you have a railway station, okay? And it looks like the railway station, I don't know what that big black thing is right here if you guys are looking at it, but you guys see it. I'm guessing that's where the station is, where you buy your tickets and stuff like that. You have a school. Okay, right along the River Alana, along with a couple of houses, a tree, and then you have a road that separates another section. What it looks like here is some form of park, is what I see. A couple of other trees, and of course, there's that road that runs from the south all the way up to the north, of course, leading to that bridge in the middle of the page that goes over onto the north side of the River Alana. Okay? So along that railway station, which is on the south side 
of this specific map, south of the River Alana, you have a railway station that runs along that body of water, along with some trees right there and some houses, okay? There's an airport at the southwest-hand corner, along with parking, and then there's something called woodland, which I guess is some form of forest. That's basically giving you a visual, okay, of what is there, and that's how I've explained it, and this is how you want to explain it. Obviously, with using passive, per, uh, I'm sorry, past perfect, and a couple of other things that I will explain in another segment. Now, that was 1990. Now we're talking about 2010. So everything must be written in what? The past perfect, passive voice, past simple of the passive voice, past perfect. If you want to do the past perfect continuous, be very, very careful with that. So nonetheless, let's explain 2010. So in 2010, Basically, we now have a marina right there at the mouth of the River Alana, which is right next to the railway station. And now the railway not only just stays in the southern half of the town, it extends over in which they basically linked a bridge so the train can go over. Those houses that were once along the river are now completely demolished and you have the train that runs all the way up. Not only that, in the empty space that was just left of those four houses that ran along the river, there is now a giant stadium, okay? Now, other changes to the left side, okay, of that little area uh, north of the River Alana. Well, let's just say, uh, let's see here, let's say about four, about nine to 10 trees have been knocked down. They now have water sports in the middle of that lake. It looks like uh, canoeing or rowing. Uh, it looks like fishing. I think I see some kind of form of shark. And I, it looks like some skate or some kind of surfboarding thing. I have no idea. That, that's what it looks like. It looks like a leg on some form of thing. Oh, po possibly water skiing, if I'm not mistaken. And there is now a golf course, which is in the northwest side of the map. Okay. And just south of that, obviously, is the hospital. So this went from, obviously, a very residential to a now urban. Okay. Now. All the trees south of the River Alana have been completely destroyed, okay? This is a pure urban landscape now. The school, which I've mentioned, is there, but to the right of that, which used to be houses and a tree, is now a factory. There's a, a couple of warehouses now, okay? One is just to the left of the railway station, and the other one is in the middle area along with factories and there are three factories okay <sighs> what used to be those three houses and three trees now have skyscrapers so those are the most significant changes so the questions are a what is the most noticeable difference between the two maps b was the town more or less residential in 2010 compared to 1990 c were there more or fewer trees in 2010 D, were the changes dramatic or slight over the 20-year period? E, what were the two biggest changes north of the river, which I outlined in detail? And F, what happened to the houses and trees along the railway line south of the river? So what we have here is a task. And if you guys are able to just follow this task, please do, because this is exactly how you are going to write it. Look at the different tenses, like I said. If you use just pass him, pass him, pass him, you're going to get a low mark, okay? 
they want to see you use a variety of different structures, such as how I was speaking at. So what we have here, for those of you listening to me on the ESL podcast, listen closely. For those of you watching me, you have everything. You are going to complete this text, okay? And the technique is to identify the changes in the maps and number them on the second one, okay? Think of some general statements, et cetera, et cetera. I'm going to read through this. We have some vocabulary terms. We have houses, experienced with a D, noticeable, good adjective, factories, developments, also very good, comparison, residential, corner, facilities, construction. So again, you're going to paraphrase that first opening, the first opening statement. That's all you're going to do. You're not going to write the same exact thing that you see on your task. You're going to paraphrase it. So it says, the map shows the developments which took place in the coastal town of Youngsville between 1990 and 2010. So Basically, what this specific individual does, he has an overall at the bottom. Always have an overall, okay? A lot of people will say, no, you don't need to write an overall. Trust me, I've seen people get, you know, they could have written an overall and got like a 7 or a 6.5, and then they dropped to a 5.5. Very important, okay, in IELTS writing, okay? And of course, in the task one. Now, he goes straight into some other things. Now, you could explain the changes, but let's see how this person does it. He says, in 1990, the town was a much greener space area with a large number of trees and individual houses, comma. He uses a compound sentence. But during the next 20 years of the town space, a number of dramatic changes. Okay, so he does a nice little sum up, okay? 1990, much greener, but, okay, he, he uh, uses a transition. He shows the contrast by introducing the 2010 map. And then he goes straight into the biggest, most significant, say, feature that has taken place, the change that has taken place. So the most space is that all of the trees south of the River Alana were cut down, comma, with all the space along the railway line being knocked down and replaced by skyscrapers, period. Moreover, use a linker to add information, comma, a new industrial estate with space and warehouses sprang up, meaning they, they came up around the airport and school. So he talked about the most significant in the first paragraph, first body paragraph, and then he shifts his focus slightly into the second. He starts it off by saying, only a few trees north of the river remain. The woodland was cleared. Woodland meaning the trees and everything and all that good stuff. Or actually, no, the woodland is the woodland, in fact, right here. Bam! Woodland. Woodland, like I said, trees, forest, whatever. <gasps> the woodland was cleared to make way for a park, a golf course, and car parking facilities. I'm going to help you with that one. Now, period. Further developments were the, you see what I mean? That passive voice is fantastic. Was the mm, of a stadium near the northeast corner of the lake and a new stretch of railway from the river running directly north. A marina was also built at the mouth of the river. Do you hear the different locations and where things are placed? That's what you're gonna do. You're going to use locations. East, north, south, southwest corner, northeast corner, southeast corner. 
very important. And with the overall, it says, overall, uh, space of the two maps reveals a change from a largely rural, rural, like a suburban, right? To a mainly urban landscape. That's how you're going to do it. That is a full breakdown of that. And what I'm going to be doing in the next one, I'm going to be developing your writing by, of course, you know, uh, uh, introducing you, uh, introducing you to some past perfect is some passive voice, along with different ways you could write periods of times, okay, and describing locations. We're going to be going over that in the next writing segment. Make sure if you guys are waiting anxiously for it, you message me. I'll get that out as soon as possible, okay? If not, it could be a little bit of a drag. So with that being said, guys, that is the beginning of writing an IELTS map. If you have any questions, you get in touch with me if you need map writing um, services. Those are available. You make sure you contact me on my Facebook page, YouTube, or wherever you're hearing this. The price is fantastic. And I'm actually helping people all around the world in Canada and Egypt right now. So if you guys are interested in those services, you make sure you get in touch with me. And as always, I'm your host. Stay tuned for more Over and Out.